What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Movement Podcast, where we are on a mission to create a movement of like-minded people who want to win and want to see others win. If you're new, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. I'm Trevor, and to my left is a beautiful man <laughs> who's got his hat halfway on and halfway off, and they just flipped it around. Play by play. And there it is. Hallelujah. Yankee Doodle. What's the town? Thing. Here's the thing. You know the intro, and I tried to do, I just did a podcast earlier, and I forgot the intro. So. Oh, you forgot to add it? No, I just forgot to, I forgot. You forgot what it was? It. Yeah. I oh. said that if you're new, welcome. If you're not new, welcome back. But the first part. It's all right. We'll get there. So I'll just text it to you, and then you can just repeat yeah, it to yourself on in, the way home and on the way here. Put myself in the front of the mirror and just say, this is how you do it. Hey, welcome, bitches. Welcome, motherfuckers. You ready to stare in the mirror? You reminded me of Wonderlust. <laughs> you gonna take this? If you haven't seen Wonderlust? Go just just Google you, just YouTube Wonderlust. It. Yeah, YouTube Google. YouTube Wonderlust. Mirror Paul scene. Rudd mirror scene. And You're it was welcome. Apparently, all completely improv. By the way, you will laugh your faces down. Like I saw some, uh, I saw some bloopers on that, because they did not give him a script for that. Oh, it was completely just him just making shit up. Yeah, and he lost it a few times. I feel like, real like well known, like just actors and actresses who are just studs at what they do. It's I feel like majority of it is just like, hey, here's the concept we're going for, especially comedies. Yeah, like it's hard to tell a comedic actor how to act and what to say because they're just naturally funny in their own way. Mm -hmm. So it's more like, here's the scene, here's the concept, go. Take off. Like Will Ferrell doesn't need a script. No, in most cases. He, he just like needs to know guidelines, but he needs to know what it's about, what's yeah. going on. Okay, let me do my thing. You sound crazy. Do you realize that? Like that whole scene in Step Brothers, when there's anytime they're arguing with each other, that's got to be improv. It's got to be improv. It's got to be. Did you know that, uh, well, you knew this because I already told you this, but everybody listening, uh, Matthew McConaughey's first words ever on film were, all right, all right, all oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was his first words ever on film and a big film. And uh, it was completely improv also. Because I read the book uh, Green Lights, which if you haven't, read it. It is great. It is so good. Um, and I've heard to listen to the, the audio book too, because he actually has a lot of character. He reads it himself and he, uh, he'll like stop and break down a situation that the book is going over and he'll laugh and like, you can just sense his emotion. I haven't listened to the audio book, but I read the book, man, it was a great book. So yeah, his first movie dazed and confused Dazed and confused. Yeah. That's what it was, was where he, up. where he says, uh, you know what I love about high school? I keep getting older and the girls stay the same age. Have you seen that movie? I have not. I haven't either. I need to. I feel you, like I you should. You were talking like you have seen it. I know. Well, everybody knows those two lines. All right, all right, all right. I know that, but I didn't know was, that's what it's from. Yeah. Don't so, judge me, people. I just haven't seen it. I've well, seen a lot of movies. Look, you're the movie guy. So if you haven't seen one movie. It's probably not that good. You're an idiot. It's true. You're slacking. I, there are a lot of classic movies I have not seen. Classic movies. There are a lot of movies in general I haven't seen. Well, yeah, just in general. Well, there's I, a lot of good movies out there that people love that I have never seen. Like, I've never seen Dirty Dancing. 
I've seen Dirty Dancing because of my mom. I've never seen it. I've never seen oh, what's the movie with um Tom is it Tom Cruise? The airplane? The airplane? I want to say Top Flight or uh, Top Gun or Top Gun Top Flight. <laughs> top Flight. So you don't even know. Don't Roddy badge Dottie. me. Don't badge me. I haven't seen Goose Top and, Gun. Goose and Maverick. I haven't seen it. Oh man, you gotta watch oh, that. That's Ben Affleck also. I haven't seen. Oh, someone said it the other day. I think it's Ben Affleck. I could be totally wrong. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Don't ask me. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's not. What else? There was a movie that I can't remember. Um, but yeah, those like classic older movies that everyone loves. Older, like early 90s or late yeah, 80s. like late 80s. Most 80 movies I haven't seen, but whatever. Anyway, well, here we are. Is and... Risky Business a movie? Risky Business? Is that with Tom Cruise also? Is that when he... Sure. No, Tom, that's with Nicholas I'm sure Cage. that Risky Business is a movie. Hold on. Let me look. Whether or not it's a big movie, I couldn't tell you. But I'm sure it is a movie. It is a movie. Who's in it? Tom Cruise. I was yeah. right. That's when he does the... He has the button-up shirt on and he slides through the... Uh, and sing the song. No, 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 yes. no, Yes. That, I'm pretty it sure that's it. See, I know scenes, but I just haven't seen the movie. We sang earlier that sound. I thought that was pretty good. Not good to me. We sang happy birthday to my mom. Happy. And what is it called? Happy birthday. Yeah, but you went high and I went low. What's oh, that called? Um, harmony? harmony. Harmony. Why was I thinking melody? That's just the. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> we, know music. we harmonized to my mom. Happy birthday. Today's my mom's. Pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Today is March 9th and my mom turned 60. 6 0. She's, she's getting there. Dang. She's getting somewhere. She's getting up there. Up there. You know what that means? Country. The older she gets, the older I get. That's true. Dad gun, dad gun. 10 years ago, she was 50. That's right. You were 21. You were 21? In 19 years, I'll be 50. Oh, 19 is not that long. I mean, it's a long time, but it's like, think of when you it's were 11 kid. years younger than I am right now. Uh, 12 Ooh, years younger. That sounds nasty. 12 years ago, I was 19. Hey, shut up. Ew. You're old. I feel older just saying that. My back hurts. Oh, my back hurts? My hip. I need hip replacement. Damn it. I don't, I like, I don't mind getting older, but... I was talking about it the other day. I don't feel 30. Like, I don't feel like I'm 31. I still feel like I'm 25. I feel like I'm in my 20s still. Sometimes yeah. I feel like, hey, you're old. Mm, you're 30. not old. 30. People older than us are like, I'm, we are in our 30s now. We're, in our 30s. we're not 30. We're in our 30s. We're in our 30s. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Speaking of throwing. I think I'm going to throw up. What is a alcohol you could just never drink again? Never drink again because of just like a bad experience you had. Oh. Maybe not never, literally, but just what like, I don't prefer. Don't prefer. And you're, mm. I have 100% don't prefer rumple mitts. Mm. We were talking about that this morning. Tastes like mouthwash. It made my mouth water. Of And like, you know, when your throat gets like tight, you gotta, when you're like going to throw mm. up, it happened immediately. Because we just drank way too and much. And tequila. What was that crappy tequila we drank back in Munterd? Mumford, remember when we were living at my was it vacant the, house for a summer? <laughs> was it the tequila or was it the it was, mixer, the nasty-ass no, Gatorade? The, it was the tequila. That tequila we mixed tequila and smelled like, like straight-up asshole. It was from Kelsey. I know. Thanks. 
Thanks, Kelsey. She set us up. She knew, hey, my dad doesn't want this in Yeah, yeah it was right. like almost a whole bottle. We were like, why don't you want it? She goes, it's disgusting. And I was like, thanks for the heads up after we drink. So, we were, like, no no wonder why you didn't want huh, it. Oh, God. It was disgusting. Cheap. That whole gallon of tequila probably cost $7. And we poured it in a, <laughs> what was it, like a two or a liter of a Gatorade? I don't remember anything from then. From remember? A, um, from like a grocery store in Mumford, Tennessee, we got like some knockoff Powerades. Oh. And poured it in the rest. We poured it in there. And I don't know how I remember this, but I was standing. How do you remember it? And I don't, is my question. I was standing, it was, because it was, a, it scarred me forever. I was standing in front of, and I think at this point the party had died down. And I was standing in front of the sink and Chase was right next to me. And he goes, you won't chug it. Oh, and you chugged I it. Ch- and it was a lot. Oh, no. Oh, and that's why. Mm. Guys, we have to give you some context here. So when we uh, transferred from CMU to Memphis, uh, sorry for the pause. When we transferred from CMU to Memphis, the summer before we pulled that trigger, or the summer that we pulled that trigger, my mom and stepdad moved from Mumford, Tennessee, to Corinth, Mississippi. We hadn't sold our house yet. So my mom was like, hey, why don't you guys just stay stay there at the house? We'll keep the utilities on and everything. And you guys just man the house for the summer. And then that way somebody's living there and you guys could keep an eye on it. Because we lived out in the country, like we lived on a few acres and our closest neighbor was like at least an acre away. Like well, actually, I take that back. We had one that was kind of right next to us. But anyway, there's a lot of land out there, and it was just in the country. So she was like, you guys stay there for the summer. Keep an eye on the house. We'll keep the utilities on. We are like, sweet. It wasn't even a summer. It was like the last couple weeks. It was, yeah, it was like two or three we weeks. Came back, and we had like, I think we had like two weeks until uh, something like that. two days started. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, our it was, summer it was as the an back, athlete was, it was almost the, over. Yeah, it was the back half of summer. Yeah. So the catch here was they were keeping the utilities on and everything. However, there was no furniture in the house at all. None. Not even a couch. There's, There's okay. no bed. There was nothing in the house. It Literally the nothing. We didn't have We didn't have a TV. Nope. We slept on did we even have couch cushions? Yeah, that's what we slept on. We, <laughs> we slept on couch cushions. I don't remember where they came from. They were ours. My my parents, of course, but I don't remember how we got them. So anyways, we slept on couch cushions with sheets in the living room. We did not have a TV. How we spent our spare time, because my friends from home, they worked. We didn't have any jobs. We didn't have anything to do. There, because we didn't live We didn't live in Mumford. My parents lived in Mississippi, and Stefan's parents lived in Fayette, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't, I mean, it's not <laughs> like we could get a job for two weeks. So we had nothing to do. Our friends were at work. And what we did in our spare time. What money did we have? Was played a game we created called One Cup Thunder. Yep. Which we had a big island in my kitchen. And we would put one red solo cup on each diagonal corner. And then we would just sit there in the kitchen. Sit there in the kitchen and shoot across the. Oh, my God. But I will say we became some straight up savages at beer pong. We're so good. Well, we were. Well, we were. I'm not we played the other day, and it was. Oh great. man, that was awful. For fun. By yeah. the other day, we mean like um, two months ago. But was that? Wasn't quite two months ago. It was a holiday party oh, at the okay, beginning yeah. of the year. You're right. 
And we got our asses handed to us. Yeah, we didn't a couple look times. Like we played at all. No. Yeah, yeah, we did. Sorry. We lost three in a row. Either way, we were good at the time. So that's how we spent that summer. How did we get on the story? Uh, we were talking about you asked about liquor. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I don't know, but it was a fun time. And we threw a lot of parties there. We did throw a lot of parties. And you can party hard with an empty house. You sure as hell can. <laughs> and just people have a bring liquor and people bring the alcohol. And then they just leave it there at your house. And I remember we made, <laughs> we went to the store. Again, I don't know what money we had. Went to the store, bought chicken, brought, just bought chicken mm-hmm. and a thing of barbecue sauce. Oh. And we cooked the chicken. And rice. Yep. We cooked the chicken on the stovetop. I guess we had. We had pans. We had pans. We had some pans. And we, and we just like. We didn't even marinate the chicken. We just put barbecue we just, sauce on it. We squeezed all the barbecue sauce out of the bottle on the chicken as it, as was, it was cooking. So it like bubbled up and got all crusty. And, oh my gosh. Life of broke college students. We are dumb. <laughs> the most exciting thing that happened that summer was when we called our coaches and said we weren't coming back. Mm. That was probably the most exciting. I wasn't excited. It wasn't exciting, but it yeah, it was exciting. Most it was it, yes, okay. still exciting. It could be bad. It could be bad excitement. There is such thing as it's you're causing an excitement, like, huh? <laughs> Agree or disagree? I don't think you can be excited in a bad way. You can be you can be excited. What's the definition of excited? I, the word happy has got to be in there. Let's see. We're gonna Google it and we're gonna find out. Excited, very enthusiastic, and eager. Okay. I don't think you can. Of or in an energy state higher than the normal or ground state. So put, you put can in, be excited this negatively. This can be a poll. It can be. Can you be Can you excited? be excited in a negative way? I say no. I say absolutely. I'm, ex- I'm so excited. Cause well, I'm, I wouldn't say it like that. I'm, I'm excited. Be like, Dang, you got, that guy got excited over that. No one says that. I wouldn't say it. All right, put a poll. I guarantee I win. All right, I'm putting, this up. I'm putting the poll up. Answer the poll. Can you be excited in a negative way? Uh, today, guys, honestly, we're just going to kind of wing it. we got a couple things we're going we're gonna to hit on, but uh, we got to get our workout on. We do have to do that, and I have so, a client to train at 3 o'clock. So, um, first things first, how are you feeling? I feel better now. I had – I don't even know if I should talk about it. I had – Something that was planned that got he had an obligation and then rescheduled and then canceled again. So, so that you were was like, stressful. he was like, because oh man, me, we don't have that much time to do this podcast because I need to work out before I train the. Yep, it was a client. It's okay. Well, it's like because for like us, we have, you know, we're we're not just. We don't just own a business; we operate it. Yeah. We are doing everything in the business. Not complaining. That's just it is what it, that's what we do. So, when honestly, sometimes if I'm being completely honest, and I'll say this, I don't care. When a client cancels, I actually get excited. You get I'm relieved. Like, I just have an you hour. You get excited that's in a good or bad way. In a great way. Okay. <laughs> I have an hour that just opened up, and now you don't, I don't have either, to feel rushed. Either have to rush my workout. Um, or if I'm like, I'm working on a graphic for our March into spring or a podcast or a podcast. Um, so anyways, it just went like it got canceled and then it got back on and now it's canceled again. So it's a little relieving. I'm good now. It is. I'll, I'll second that when a, when a client cancels a 
a personal training session, there's 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 some relief there for sure because you're like, all right, cool. Now I don't have to rush anything. I'm good. I have a whole entire free hour. Now I've been on the other end of that where I'm just a, a trainer, like at a gym. Yeah. And then that happens, and you're like, shit. There goes some money. Well, yeah, there goes money, or well, shit. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Or in you know, you kind of just base your day around around that. And I've had that happen a lot of times, but um, yeah, that training, personal training world is different it's, it is different it is it's very different so so you're good you're feeling i'm relieved. good i'm better but how do you now. feel in general in general i think overall i feel i feel excited and i feel productive i feel like i don't know within the last two weeks mm-hmm. two-ish weeks that's where i'm at we've just been in a groove here um, constantly having people come in, constantly having people sign up, which I'm just going to go ahead and plug this right now. If you did not know, now you know, because I'm about to tell you, March well, 21st, now, but if you don't know, know you're about, about to know. Then you'll be like, oh, now I know. There you go. Anyways, March that's- 21st, we are launching what we are calling March into Spring. It is a 30-day uh, challenge that's going to help people with their fitness, with their nutrition um, approach, with their mindset approach, and just how to kind of effectively – um, start to incorporate health and fitness if you don't already have um, this in your life, but and start to incorporate it in a way that is realistic, that's enjoyable. Um, and through that, or how you're going to do that is you're going to get coaching from me and Trev. Um, you're going to get into our Facebook group that is just for this challenge, where we'll do some coaching there and some guidance and then some nutrition uh, nutrition help also. Our, uh, and then you also, if you're in town, you are going to be able to come to Vigor for those 30 days, unlimited access, and you get all of that for just for only 100 bucks. And then if you're not in town, um, you can still sign up for it. You can still pay the 100 bucks, and you're going to get everything. And then your training or your workouts are just going to be virtual. So um, it's a great opportunity for everybody going into spring, going into summer. That's why we call it March into spring because it's March and spring. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that. So making uh, how I got on that, I was making a graphic for that today, which I'm excited to post and, you know, just talking about how we own a business, but we're operators too. Wait, so that's for people who are not members. How much does it cost for people oh, who are members? Good question. <laughs> people, if you are a member here at Bigger, you get to do the exact same thing, but it's absolutely free for you. Free? You're already a member. What? So you don't have to pay nada. You're joking. All nope. that value for nothing? I know. Wow. Weird, great commercial. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, if you're a member, it's free. If you're not a member, only 100 bucks. You get 30 days of an unlimited membership. And uh, I mean, the value on it was like over 600 bucks with yeah. everything, nutrition and uh, our coaching, our mentorship and unlimited access to the gym for 30 days. It's a good deal, so don't miss it. You can go to the link on our bio on uh, Vigor Movement on Instagram. Check it all out. Or just go to VigorMovement.com slash March into Spring, and you can figure that out, too. There's that. We also have yoga next Friday. We're hanging out, and then we're going to do some yoga. 15 bucks a head. We'll provide snacks and drinks. Both on non-alcoholic and alcoholic. And alcoholic drinks. So come get your yoga on. 15 get your bucks chill a head. On. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Addie's a great yoga instructor. She She's speaks probably with the calmness. Best in, She's really good. At Vigor Movement for sure. Oh, easy. She's the best Top yoga, two for sure. yoga teacher that is at Vigor Movement. Well, how are you feeling since you asked me? 
I feel good. Um, kind of on the same page as you. Just the last couple of weeks, we've kind of been hitting a stride, and we're getting a better grip on our uh, ideal clients, our ideal members. Um, and we've had we've had a couple of people cancel over the last couple of weeks, uh, but. I feel like for every cancellation we've had, we've had two more signups. Yeah, for real. Uh, I literally just wrote that down in my journal this morning. Like for every cancellation we've had, we've had two signups and um, we're getting a better idea of like the style of training. Well, we know the style of training we want to do and and what we do, but um, it's just kind of getting more confident in ourselves and our, and our training style and, and, and staying true to what we believe in. And I feel really good about that. And as weird as it might sound, I feel good about people canceling. I actually do. I mean, it's, I, I don't in the sense that like, I just want to help everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you feel the same way, but at the same time, like we've always said from day one, if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here. And that's not in a, that's not coming from a bad place. That's, that's us saying like we we 100% believe that fitness should be fun and if you're not having fun at wherever you at and if that hap- if that happens to be here if you're not having fun here then we don't want you to stay and force yourself to stay and do something that you don't enjoy yeah cuz so, we wouldn't do that right exactly I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay at a place just because yeah and i think the hard part for us and probably the people when they do leave is because there is we build we actually build relationships yeah with all of our members like mm-hmm. you don't it's rare very very rare i doubt it actually ever happens that you come in and you don't have some kind of a conversation mm-hmm. with me or with trevor yeah. let alone a member right. so that's the hard part and that's the challenging part when people do leave because there is a just a there's a relationship there it's not just a transaction yeah so it feels kind of like a friend canceled yeah the membership on you. yeah yeah um but as we and it kind of goes into the podcast, if you guys haven't listened to it, go check it out that I did today that what he's getting at just made me think of it as like as you do things more and as you're more consistent and as you we call it, I titled it bet on yourself. But as you bet on yourself and just believe in what you're doing and the direction that you're going, you just start to unlock things. Mm-hmm. Right. You just start to realize things more and the dust kind of settles more and you start to um, your confidence in your what you're doing builds up more because you just you're comfortable or you get used to it um your mindset shifts your mindset changes your approach even changes because you're like oh i thought we were supposed to do it this way but actually we're 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 supposed to do it this way um and so like that's that's kind of what he's talking about and that's kind of at least for me what i took from it is like where we're headed and how we feel is a result of that is because you know we've been in this for a year and a half now um not at all saying we are experts we're fucking learning as we as we go every single day um but we are 100 percent more clear on who we are where we're going and i think just the type of person we know is is a is a bigger member like we just we just have more clarity on that and understanding and like trevor said it's not a bad thing if you are here and then you decide to leave because in fitness and i've been doing this for a while i just know and understand um that you are not for your gym is not for everybody, no matter how good of friends you are. And that doesn't mean you still can't stay friends or have a relationship or, or anything like that. Um, and that's totally fine. You know, and we want, you know, if you're listening and you were a member, just know we love you. We care about you. We appreciate you. You helped us get off the ground and get going. 
Um, but man, we're, we, we're not for everybody and yeah. that's, and we can't be for everybody. If we tried to please everybody, we would please nobody no would be pleased. Nobody. Right. No. So if we just believe in what we do, do what we do to the best that we can and continue to love and provide a service and a value that just people can't deny, like we're doing the right things and we are on the right path. And no, that doesn't, it doesn't matter who leaves or who comes or who goes because our approach isn't going to change. Who we are isn't going to change how we how we value our members and give them and give them value and coach them and lead them lead to them that's not going to change so it just like like trevor said and like we're saying where we were last year even where we were probably eight months ago is completely different so much more clarity now than we've ever had yeah and that shit makes me fired up yeah and i'll definitely second that i mean a year ago today um I was stressed all the time. Part of that was because I wasn't here full time. Um, but the other part of that was just like going through cancellations and, and trying to make our gym, our programming be uh, pleasing to everyone. And it's, it's, it's a weird thing, man. Like going back and forth with yourself. Uh, am I, am I catering to one side or am I trying to make it fit for everyone? And it, it's just stressful when somebody leaves because they don't like your programming. Um, it makes you kind of second guess your programming, especially starting out um, as a gym anyways, but the further we go along and, and especially over the last couple of months, like we know that, or we believe that our style of training is, most efficient we uh we have full confidence in the training that we provide and the experience that we provide and we also know that like if you take our programming seriously and you actually train not just exercise if you actually train and push yourself you're going to get the results you know so um we we fully believe in that and and just over the last couple months like I've gotten very, very comfortable with people leaving. And in some instances, it is a little frustrating. I think the better word is confident. Yeah. We've gotten more confident. Yeah, not people. comfortable. But confident. I get where you're where yeah. you're going with comfortable. I mean, I'm not with saying it doesn't make comes, sense. Comes a level of comfortability. But you're for yeah, sure. I get it. But just for the listeners, people who aren't in our position or who don't own a gym or run a gym or whatever, we get more confident if people leave because we understand the intangibles, like we said, of like, we're not for everybody. Yeah. Um, some people just do come and go. People yep. move, people change, their interests change, or um, what they're going through in life change, financial situations change, like so many things change. And I think in the beginning, we were both just, we are, su we are people please, not people pleasers, but we like when people like us, Yeah. right? Um, and we want people to know that we are here for them and we'll do anything for them. So when they leave in the beginning, it would, it's kind of, it's a sting. We took it personal like, kind of, yeah, we did take it personal and we, and, and not saying that that's still not there. It's yeah. still something you have to overcome, but we understand just, we understand the game. Yeah. Like we, we understand the game things, you know, we've unlocked kind of this cheat code in the business of fitness and just understand how the game's played and understand people come and people go and understand you have your diehard members who, who are just going to be here no matter what, yep. no matter what the programming is, no matter what our facility looks like, they're just going to be here because they, they're just here. 
You have the people who are in between, and then you have the people who are not fully bought in, so they're only going to be here for a short amount of time, and then at some point, they know they're going to go. Yeah. Even when they sign up, you know, and if this is just, again, knowing the industry, knowing the business, there are people who sign up knowing they're not going to stay. Yeah. Like 100% sure. that happens. So for us, we are more confident in the fact that we know when people get here, we're going to give them an experience unlike any other. Mm -hmm. We are confident in there won't be any other experience like getting coached by us because we are unique. And I'm not saying that in a boastful way. I'm just saying that in the honest saying way. We're like, the best in the world. No, we're just, just saying like our, our, our experience that we provide yes, is unique. It's unique, 100%. Um, so with that, we just know people come, people go. It's good. It's bad. It sucks. It's, it's shitty. But at the same time, at it's the end good. of the day, it, it's it is what it is, and and business is business, and you can't really. Um, we've learned you can't really stress about things you can't control. You can't dwell on the good or the bad. Yeah, you can't dwell on anything. Um, <clears throat> you just got to keep moving. But just this whole concept of where you know where Trevor was going and where I said too, is like we have just we've been in such a great flow lately. Um, we have good prospects coming in who are just looking for what we provide. Um, we're able to commute. I think a big part of it is too, we're able to communicate better what we do here and what we provide. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people, especially for, with us coming from a CrossFit background early on, that was what people associated Vigor as, as they're not an affiliate. So well, I understand that, but they are guys who do CrossFit. They love CrossFit. That's what their gym is. And the more we are a gym, the more people are in here and the more we post about ourselves on social media, talk about it to people in conversations, like the more people understand who we are um, and that that messaging from us becomes more clear for people. And I think the better we get at that, the more we will start to hang on to people longer because they're here for the reasons for the right reasons. They're not right. here because of misconceptions yeah. or assumptions on their end or bad communication on our end. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that makes sense. But yeah. Um, and I, and I also feel like, um, when we do have a cancellation or some type of comment regarding the way that we, uh, do things around here, um, I feel like we have, it's, it's happened multiple times in the last couple of weeks. Like when we have those comments on how we do things or, or our programming, it seems like somebody else who has no idea about what's going on will message us and be like, Hey, you guys do a great job at this. So it's like confirmation or affirmation. Like somebody says something and we like might start to, there might be a little bit of second guessing in ourselves in there. And then somebody else that is not even in the picture or in that conversation will come out and be like, man, you guys do a great job at this. We love it here. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, we are doing the right thing. It just wasn't right for this person. Right. 100%. And that's totally okay. So yeah. Anyways, I feel great. I feel, feel good. Too. I feel good about the direction we're headed. I feel yes. good about marching the spring. Um, the, the 30 day challenge. It's been, it's been a hit so far and you guys still have, uh, we have 20 people signed up for that, by the way. No shit. Gym and non-gym combined. Nice. But yeah. Nice. So. And you guys still have another week and a half ish. Yeah, we're gonna keep pushing. Week and a half to sign there. up. So um, it starts on the twenty first. So your last day to sign up would be the twentieth, yep. which is a Sunday. This yep. is next Sunday, not this coming up Sunday, but the next Sunday. Um, um, and speaking of Sundays, last thing we'll plug is we have Sunday Fun Day Movement. 
um, which we're so we're we're very excited about. And honestly, actually, is that the last Sunday of the month? Next Sunday? No, no there's gonna not. be one more Sunday. What we might do because we have the um, challenge starting the day after is that might be our community one. Yeah, might as well make I think it that's that. A good idea. So we'll we'll announce that. But if you are a on the twenty on the twentieth. Sunday, uh, March 20th. If you're a member, if you're a non-member, doesn't matter. You can come to Vigor 1 p.m., get a workout on. And the unique part about this quote-unquote class is you are doing a workout with me and Trev. So yeah, we're working out We're with not you. coaching you. You're kind of getting an experience of what it's like to work out and train the way we do on a Sunday, mm -hmm. um, which is more cardio-focused, um, a little bit in, it's intense depending on how hard you push, but um, no weights or very minimal and uh, it's a good time. And the community and the ener the energy we had on our first one, which was last Dude, Sunday, was unbelievable. I'm telling you. There it was, was freaking awesome. There was multiple times where I was in the middle of doing whatever movement I was doing, and I I caught myself smiling. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I was so happy. It was yeah. fun. It was a great time. getting get Having a chance to work out with our yes. members. Yeah. That was just such a cool, cool. and fun experience. And uh just breaking up the Sunday and getting a good workout in and then having everybody join in with us. Um, I know that everybody enjoyed working out with us, but I can tell you that we enjoyed it. Oh, more. I loved it. We I enjoyed it. it more as uh, coaches and gym owners. Like we just loved getting a chance to work out with our members instead of being up at the front of class coaching the yeah. whole entire time. It's different. I mean, even when we're coaching, we're still there with you, obviously, but, yeah. We're not going through it with you. Yeah. So it was just really fun. It was it was a great time. That's just so. going to be a great way for us to build community. Yeah. Even more. Um, so again, March twentieth. If you're in Columbia, you want to come get a workout on with us. It is open to the public. We'll post about it. Um, make sure you guys share it. If you're a member, make sure you share it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. It'll be a good time. Yeah. So going into the next part, the first. Well, is it the next or the first topic? We've covered some things. It is the topic. Sure. It's the top. It's a, it's a topic. That's for sure. Speaking of trying to please everyone, the blues, St. Louis blues hockey team, along with multiple other companies, including healthcare companies are pulling back their vaccine requirements. I'm just laughing for me. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind is like, First, what the fuck? Like, am I glad they're pulling back the mandates? Absolutely. Are there requirements? I'm absolutely glad that they're they're not requiring people to get vaccinated anymore. And for Blues fans, like, you don't even have to come with a positive or a, a negative test anymore. Like, you don't have to have proof of vaccination. You don't have to come with um, a, a negative test anymore. So that's good, but at the same time, I'm like, what about all the fucking people that already got it? Well, first of all, I'm going to say, if you got the vaccine just so you could go to a fucking sporting event, good God, come on. Yeah. Use your fucking brain. Yep. Um, but, but their employees, they required to get vaccinated. I'm like, well, you already made them get vaccinated. Um made in quotations because nobody can make you do that shit. You always have a choice and we've pretty sure we've covered that before, but you always have a choice. 
even if you even if it's scary like well i have to do this or i'm gonna lose my job well you don't have to you can lose your job lose your fucking job you can lose your job there's other jobs you still have a choice might seem like there's no choice but you still have a choice but anyways all the employees that got the got the vaccine so that they could keep their job you just now you're pulling back their requirements and they already got the vaccine even if they didn't want to it's like what the fuck I'm laughing because I I knew I was thinking about what I how I wanted to say what I was gonna say, but I saw a meme. <laughs> it said, "For those who thought masks work, this will work as a bomb shelter," and it was a cardboard box. Okay, nice. <laughs> but it's just like I'm I'm not even mad at them pulling. I'm annoyed at them pulling back their mandates, but I'm I'm more like. I guess frustrated with people who were so adamant about everything media was feeding them, assuming or going with the narrative that it was all 100% true. Yeah. That is where I'm frustrated at because it led to, and I guarantee you, I know a bunch of motherfuckers right now who are like, why the fuck did I get a vaccine? Oh, yeah. They did not. And and let me let me make my stance clear on vaccinations. Um, I believe there are vaccines that work and that are necessary. Number one, I also believe vaccines, no matter what the vaccine is, if you want it for yourself because you believe it's best for you personally, because you believe it's best for your family, because you believe, hey, I'm going to be I'm around my elderly um, grandparents very frequently and i feel like this is going to help protect me or protect them or even if you're just like i feel like i should do it if you're the feel community like, yes if you feel like that i'm 100 i support that because this is do america it. and that's what the fuck it's built on doing whatever you want to do when it comes to whatever you think when is it best. comes to you what's best do for it. you that's my stance where i'm frustrated at is the people who know deep down they should not get the vaccine they knew they shouldn't get it. They didn't even want to get it. Yep. But because of, like you said, job or because of stupid shit like a peer sporting pressure. event or peer pressure or not wanting to go against the grain of what everyone was thinking or their their friend group was thinking. So I was like, I just got it. I know so many people who have come to me personally that are like, yeah, I had to get it. I didn't want to. Or no, I had you didn't. to get it. I have to get it. Actually, you didn't have to get didn't. it. Or I got it. I didn't want to. Like whatever it is. That's where my frustration is because those same people made others feel bad because they were not brave enough and bold enough to stand up for what they actually wanted. So instead of being bold and saying, you know what, I don't want to do this. And whatever happens with this decision, I'm just going to have to take that on. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that. They made other people feel bad because they weren't brave enough to make their own decisions. So that's where my frustration is. And then my frustration with these businesses is like, dude, People injected something into their body. It's not like because you told them it's to. not like a haircut. It like it's not like there. something that's just gonna change again. Like that shit is permanent. People did that because of rules or guidelines that you had for your business in order for them to come enjoy your product or your service. And now you take that shit back. Like I would just rather you keep I would it. Be- I would just rather you keep it. I would just rather, honestly, I would just rather you keep it. Yep. But now what does that tell the people that went and got that shit? And you can't, if you're listening to this and you don't think there were people who just got a vaccine just to go to a fucking blues game, you're out of your mind. Yeah. 
guaranteed, 100% guaranteed there were people who did it just for that. There's so many people in this world. There's so many reasons that should happen just for that. So what does that tell the people that got that vaccine that were your fans and who are like, fuck, I'm a diehard blues fan. If this is what they want, I trust the blues. Like, guys, if you don't know sports, there is very much a emotional relationship with fans and the professional teams that they support. Yep. I mean, I know and I've seen, I'm sure you've seen, if a team loses a championship or a game, people crying because it's like, or man, I hurt. Fights. Or getting fights. Or, yeah, talking shit to one another and, like, I'll fight you over this. Like, I'm, on the other hand, I'm just like, not that serious. It's, a it's just game. a fucking game. Relax. But there are people who are, like, so emotionally, and for various reasons, like, man, I have a connection because my dad took me to games when I was a kid, I was a kid right. and now my dad's not alive anymore, and that's, like, so – there are so many connections, but to like manipulate that on their end mm-hmm. and say, we want to go with the narrative or we don't want to get shut down. We, or we don't want to like stand up. Yeah, we want to look like the good guys. We don't want to stand up for what we know is right. Whether they believe that this was the right way or not, to come back now and pull it back and say, you know what? Never mind. All you guys that we made, did you get it? Come on. Uh, what are you fucking saying to them? Like, I, I don't what know. What are you saying to them? I don't know how there's not a lawsuit. There's, there's got to be. I'm sure there will there's be. There's got to be some kind of a lawsuit because, and I don't know how they would prove it or go about it. I'm not, that's not my field. I have no idea. But I'm like, man, for someone to force something, and if you don't think this shit has been forced, it's been forced. You've been under living under a rock. If for someone, for a bit, and even the government right now, like they're all the White House stuff, you don't have to have that shit. Like, come yeah. on, mass stuff, like you don't have to have it now. That's where my frustration is. Is like again, I would just rather them stick with the story. Just stay, stay just with stick it. with the shit. You you made it this far now, but at least for a few years. Because midterms are up. Because and let's be honest, I'm very neutral when it comes to political stuff. But because Democrat Democrats right now looking very shitty when mm-hmm. it comes to um, the polls and uh, and and voting and all that stuff, midterms are is really close. And gas prices. And gas prices. Like all everything looks bad right now. And they're pulling everything back because they're trying to get on everyone's good side. And like mm-hmm. that shit is not okay. And if you are like, oh well, yeah, if you're making excuses for them, I don't want anything to do with you because I'm just like, you just let you can't let people walk all over you. When are you going to stand up and have a backbone and say, you know what? And and, and be and it's okay to say like I voted for Biden because like and you here's my thing too with with voting like you can't feel bad for who you voted for because they are Republican and Democrat they're feeding us stuff to get that vote right so we, of course we trust them so don't feel bad about your vote I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying it's like. If you trusted someone and then they turn around and say, you know what, fuck you. I'm just That's lying. I'm just kidding. That's not your fault. But somebody. you need to stand up and say, that shit's not right. And I don't yes. care what side of the, the bill you're on when it comes to politics. If it's Republican or it doesn't matter. If you put your faith and your trust in someone and then you're like, you know what? I've done this so much and I believe them so much. And I, I think what they're doing, what they stand for, I believe in it. I'm going to give them my vote. And then they turn around and say, Actually, everything that we were fucking going crazy about the lie detector the last two years, we're just going to take <laughs> that, that shit back now. It's like, come on. Yeah, we've said it in a previous podcast. Like, if you if you trust someone or you voted whatever way you voted, um, that's that's fine. It's all good. Like, that's it's America. Vote for whoever the and fuck I you want love, to, or whoever you believe in. I have friends who are Democrats. I have friends who are Republicans. I have friends who are all about Biden and all about, like, 
to me, I don't care. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care. I will still love you. I'll still hang out with you. I'm just more where I'm coming from right now. I'm just like, man, if you feel like you were fucked, stand up for yourself. Yep. Like, say this shit is not okay. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, not even at some point, right now, we're all going to suffer because of it. Yep. And it's not, oh, I don't want to be, oh, yeah, I did. I voted. I'm sorry. Like, it's not about you right now. It's about you saying, you know what? I did vote this way. And I'm not saying be public about it, but in whatever way, do this in whatever way. Say, you know what? I did vote this way because I believed in them. Now they're turning around and switching all this shit up. This shit is not okay. Yeah. Like, stuff needs to be done. And that's where I come from when I'm like, I love this country. I love the fact that we have freedom i love the fact that we can pick and choose and do what we want and obviously in the guidelines of like the law and order and all that shit. but man where where i'm just frustrated is like people who know that they've been duped are just like turning their backs like it's not going on yeah like just that, a blind that's, eye and that, that yeah so turning a blind eye that's so what i was getting ready to say as we said on another podcast like if you trusted someone you or you voted which way or whatever way you voted because of the things that they were telling us, like, that's fine. It's not, that does not make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you stupid. Um, it doesn't make you dumb. It doesn't make you any of those things. What does make you a shit person, what does make you stupid is seeing that something is fucked up and because you have too much pride to say, eh, yeah, um, that was a mistake. You're just going to continue turning a blind eye and pushing this this bullshit that they're pushing because you have too much pride to say that you are wrong. Just fucking man up and say, you know what? I trusted them. But like Stefan said, I trusted them. I liked everything that they said. That's why I voted that way. But the way that they're turning this country is not OK. It's not right. And fucking stand up and, and, and stop supporting that shit. That's where you become a shitty person. Is by knowing shit is messed up, knowing stuff that they're doing is wrong, and you can you continue supporting it because solely because you just don't want to say you were wrong. Yeah. Like, dude, we have all been wrong and we're all wrong every single fucking day. It's not a big deal to be wrong. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. But what's not okay is knowing that you're wrong, knowing that the shit they're doing is wrong. And continuing to say, I support this person. Yeah. When you know damn well in the back of your head, okay, what they're doing is fucked up, but yeah. I don't want to come out and say that I was wrong. So I'm going to keep saying that I support them. Right. Like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. That is so fucked up. And, and you, need to like, have a, you need to have an ego check. Dude, because if you're, the, if you're that person and you're continuing to do this shit all for ego. Yeah. That's what it is. Get the fuck over yourself. That's, that's what it is. Get over yourself. Dude. And where I'm like, just sitting here thinking, I'm like, people are really starting to live this fucking. I'm sorry, I'm cussing a lot. I'm just fired up right it's now. Probably me. People are are trying to like live this social media life like for real. Yeah. Like nothing's wrong, nothing's bad, everything's good. I'm everything's you know I'm I trust every like you know what I mean like just this this putting off this persona in real life or even when it comes to politics is like you know shit's wrong, and you're just acting like it's not. Like yep. we can't do that again, guys. We are already all suffering because of the shit that the current administration has done yeah none of the shit they said that they would do has been done all the all the shit that trump said that would happen has happened so and it's just like man you can't you can't sit here and act like what we're saying right now 
is a lie. Right. Because at this point, all the shit's out there when it comes to COVID, when it comes to masks, when it comes to our oil, where we get that shit from, when it comes to the board, like everything is out there. And I guarantee you every day in that White House is a fucking panic because they're like, what the fuck else are we going to do? Yeah. Because all right, all what, else, shit, what other lie can we come up with? This, these people that's that's the part right there. What you said, what other lie? That's the part that I'm also pissed off at is like, where is where are the solutions? Yep. Where are, are they solutions. trying to fix things? It they just keep seems fucking like it up so that they can cause problems so that they can say, we're going to fix this. It just and then they never like, fucking yeah. fix it. Yeah. And th- another thing that gets under my skin is the people that continue to, to fucking go to bat for these sh- shitheads. Like, yes, I'm not dumb to the fact that I know that the president does not directly decide gas prices. I'm not, I know, I understand that. However, the decisions that the president makes does directly affect gas prices so like i mean look at the fucking history every time there's a a democrat in office our gas prices go fucking through the roof they're insane the last time our gas prices were this high was 2008 and guess who was and obama was in office so again it yes you can be like oh you guys you guys just don't like democrat and that's not that's not that's not it at all i don't i don't give a shit looking what i think what people need to do is just guys put politics aside Put when it comes to presidents and political parties and uh, administrations, put that shit aside and just look at the facts of each administration. Yes. Like, that's it. Just do that and then come have a conversation. Because, again, you can't look at the facts of the things that Trump did for our country and what's going on right now. And say, like, and you and like, if you can do that and you still support that, it's just. Just frustrating. So I don't know if we got off. And we're topic. not saying we're go. About we're not news. saying go Trump. Go Trump. Like I've never. I have never voted in any presidential election in my life ever, never. And the reason I haven't done that is because, um, at the time of voting, like I just I could never be a hundred percent confident in my vote, saying that not only one is this person going to lead us in the right direction, but are they a good person? Like. I haven't felt 100% confident in that. I think Trump did a great job of, of making our, our country very efficient. Very efficient. Yes, I 100% believe that. The kind of person he is, I'm not really sure. I right. really don't know because he's he's fucking arrogant and he says stupid shit all the time. He can't just bite his tongue yeah. and move on. He has to he has to say shit to everyone and and out of spite and like i don't guy, like that I, ego, I can't like, stand I can't that shit. Wrong. yes I don't want you to have yes. the last word kind of person i can't yeah. stand it uh, what he did as a president and and how well he ran our country i think he did a phenomenal job yeah. i think he did a great job but again like i'm not going to vote for somebody who can't refrain from sending a mean tweet like dude you got fucking bigger shit to worry about than going back and forth with someone on twitter yeah. like yes i'm all for stating your like calling out bullshit yeah which he did a very good job at like i'm all for that but you're going back and forth on somebody on twitter that is only affecting your day because you're letting them right like yeah. who gives a fuck what they say who cares just keep doing your shit and and just mind your business and keep keep doing what you think is best for the country yeah so anyways that's where i'm at on that so if you keep on hiding if you keep hiding behind this shit and like still supporting the bullshit that is happening and all the lies like and you're and you're acting blind as if nothing wrong is happening like guys the dude media, and here's swallow the- your pride get over yourself and admit this shit is fucked up and let's start fixing it here's one of the best pieces of advice i've ever gotten 
um, in anything, but especially in today's age, especially in politics today, especially in media, especially in just fucking information on the internet, whether it's pro or whether it's, um, whether, whether it's, uh, what's the confirmation bias, like yeah. stuff you already believe or everything you hear. I just, if you take away any, honestly, if you take away anything from this podcast, everything you hear from anybody, person, you know, person you watched media, you watched whatever question, everything, everything, question, Absolutely. everything. It is. That is what this country was founded on. Question it. Question Ask questions. Everything. Don't just jump into, Oh, this, uh, this, there it is online. This, it's gotta be this true. person I follow on social media said this about working out and I'm going to 100% believe that because they said it and look how they look like guys. Quite again, if you take away anything, question everything. Don't feel bad about questioning things because you are your own fucking person. You have every right to make a decision that you feel is best for you, not a decision that you feel you are pressured into and you don't fully believe in or buy into. Don't do that shit. Be bigger than that. Be stronger than that. Be more bold than that. And just understand that everything you hear from this point on, especially, man, just question it ask questions, be curious. And then after you ask your questions, after you learn a little bit more, whatever, if it's still in line with what you think, great. Then now, you know, beyond a shadow, beyond no shadow of a doubt. But if you do ask questions and then you're like, oh, okay, now shit's starting to look kind of fishy. Don't be afraid to be like, you know what? I originally thought this found out that shit was not true. Now I'm going a different route. Like it's okay. It's totally fine. So I'm off my soapbox. I cussed a lot today. I'm sorry. You did. You did. But you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> but fuck it. But fuck it. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you guys with a few uh, a few terms. Labeled as microaggressions that uh, the federal government government has now deemed as racist. Um, we're, just, we're just jumping. A microaggression is defined as a verbal or nonverbal behavior that communicate negative, hostile, and derogatory messages to people rooted in their marginalized group membership based on gender, gender, race, ethnicity, religion, sexuality, ETC. You said ginger. Ginger. I am a ginger. You are. So here's a few things that our federal government of the United States of America has deemed as a microaggression towards any type of minority. If you say... I am colorblind, not literally just saying that you're colorblind to race itself. I don't see color. That is racist. If you say, if you ask somebody questions, you're not allowed to ask because they're racist. If you ask somebody who is clearly not a Caucasian American, Mm -hmm. if you ask them where they're from, that's racist. If you ask them where they were born, that is racist. If you ask someone to teach you words in their native language, that is racist. If you tell someone that they are articulate, that is racist. Can you fucking imagine going to HR with a complaint and saying, hey, yo, I got to file a complaint about Steve, whoever Steve is. What's going on? Yeah, what, what, what happened? Steve asked me where I was from, and he told me I was articulate. Oh, well, he's racist, and we're going to fire that him. That racist fuck. 
<laughs> Can you listen to how fucking ridiculous that sounds? Okay, so wait, where is this at? I'm gonna post a link in our in our notes. This is on the Daily Wire, and they have links also. Um, if you, what the fuck? If you say everyone can su- succeed in this society if they work hard enough, that is racist. That's a microaggression. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So basically, you can't ask any kind of question to learn about anybody anymore. I guess not. And you can't be That's en- racist. And you can't be encouraging. You cannot be encouraging. That oh. shit is unacceptable. Well, what are you going to do? If, if you say, have you been working out? You look good. That is a microaggression hmm. towards a female, apparently. Oh. Which right. I know Addie and you covered this on a podcast yes. recently. So... Um, but just I know you general, don't want to do that, but the, but the, the statement concept of, of trying have you to, been working out, you look good, like that phrase is now a microaggression yeah. towards females. someone being like genuinely kind yeah. and trying to pass a compliment. Right. Is not okay. And also an overabundance of liquor stores and communities of color is considered racist. Hmm. <laughs> so if you're looking to open a liquor store... Better stay out of communities of color because that's fucking racist. That's okay. So yeah, we'll post the links on this. I mean, guys, this just goes back into what we were saying earlier about all the shit that's going on. This is so fucking ridiculous and insane, and and like it is, it's becoming impossible now to actually tell if someone is truly racist because the word is thrown around so fucking often. It has no value anymore. Like you can't. Well, I would say I don't think it's impossible because it's not impossible. No, I'm but just my point is I'm like being dramatic. Yeah, when yeah. I say that. I'm just like, man, you the people, you know, you know, the people, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, but, and but, me and I've talked about this before on this podcast, me being biracial. If you didn't know, my dad's black. and My mom's right. White. Um, she's right. Or she's, what? she's right. White. Yes. Just right. <laughs> she's just right. White. Um. Me being biracial, I've experienced racial comments towards me. Um, but majority of my friends when I was younger and even now, um, not because of any specific reason, but just I don't know if it's just demographic or what. Um, majority of my friends were Caucasian mm-hmm. and are Caucasian. Um, coming to which, my house, which I'm Caucasian, if you guys come, don't know. coming to my house with my black dad was never a problem. Right. Never a problem with them as kids. And then even like, no, that, that never even, even came up in a, as a conversation. Thing. To me anyways. Yeah. Parents never had a problem coming over to my house and I would have sleepovers all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever, when you, the reason why I'm saying this is when you said um, the thing about like, you never know who's, it's like, you know, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, people, you know, your people. But here's what you don't and, know. And then what I was getting at was like me as a, and I'm sure other black people can attest to this. It's like, you know, the people who are racist and you right. know who are not. So there is no question. It's yeah. just like, I know. And if I, and if I do know the ones I'm cur- or, uh the ones I'm already curious about or sus- sus- what's the word? suspicious, suspicious of, I'm probably not going to hang out with them as right. much. Right. And it's just that point. I don't need. A list of guidelines from a fucking oh fuck he asked me where I was from. This guy's that shit doesn't racist. matter. That's not like, no. People are curious. People want to know. People want to learn. How in the hell else are we supposed to supposed to learn 
about say, hey, say I'm a kid. And I had this growing up in St. Louis. Um, I had in the area that I did in South County, there was a lot of Bosnians. Um, there was a lot of Filipinos and there was a lot of African-Americans because we did inner city. Uh, we had inner city uh, buses that would go out and bring them to mm -hmm. where we were at in South County. Um, so you're telling me as a kid who is seeing all these different races in my school, I can't go up out of pure curiosity and ask, and ask where you're from right. or ask or say like, oh, you're artic articulate because I know you come from another country, but your speaking is so well because you've obviously yeah. put in the work right. to do well at That's that. That's a fucking compliment. You're damn right. It's a compliment. And the, but again, again, according to this website, you can't do that anymore. You can't compliment anyone or you can't ask general honest questions because I mean, I, it's racist. How many times have I, have, how, how, I'm asking you, how many times have I? How many times have you just known somebody from a different country and been like, how do you say this? How yeah. do you say this word? Yeah. Like, <laughs> little did we know that was racist as shit. I don't know how to say it. I want to know. I want to learn. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's just, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So can so, I not be curious about, like, I have a genuine interest, genuine, genuine, genuine. interest in learning Spanish. I absolutely, I, I think it'd be I mean, awesome. I have a genuine interest in anybody who is not from here, like, learning about where they're from their culture like Xiao, one of our members who is chinese like he came to the united states in 2015. i ask him questions all the time about what life is like in china yeah. where he grew up and like he has no problem answering those questions no one does this i am genuinely bullshit. curious like i find that stuff intriguing and interesting to understand like how american life is different from other countries i'm just like who is looking this stuff up yeah I'm saying oh my gosh who's making the rules that know. person needs to be fired i don't know that person should be fired 100%. probably someone caucasian to be completely honest i mean that's <laughs> that's the just... majority of the problem right now everyone that's slinging the race card around is mostly white liberals right who are privileged yeah and it's like come on just... who, are, who are stretching because they feel the need to look like the good guy well because race is just such a trigger that everyone if you if you just talk about it initially everyone can get behind it yeah like obviously yeah oh yeah i don't want racist people i don't want racist comments i don't want people to feel neglected or less than obviously yes so when you lead with that it's easy to get it's easy to buy into it yeah. because it's a trigger it's like yes i want that but when you look into the details of it it's like okay come on and these, no one can look at this list and say yes i completely agree yeah and, the, and these same people that are making all these all this bullshit up all these rules and and coming up with this stuff are the same ones that are going and hiring people that are, are making rules saying you have to hire a black person yeah. or you have to hire a woman, not somebody that's qualified. It don't matter. They're qualified. Like how many times have you gone into surgery and said, uh, is my surgeon a white male? Yeah. Cause if he's not, I don't want them operating. I need to have a white male. Yeah. I don't care if he knows anything. Right. Yeah. Or imagine yeah. going to a fucking cockpit of an airplane and being like, um, sorry, Mr. White man, you need to get the fuck out of here. I need an African American flying this plane. Right. I don't anybody. Is yeah. there, anybody want to fly this plane? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be racist. How is that not racist? But but asking someone where they're from is it's just extremes. And it's, again, like we're talking it's about silly. Earlier, it's you, so silly. At some point, people have to stand up and just say, Okay, yeah, this is the shit that we're talking about. We're is, like, come on, 
Like if, if you voted a certain way, it's all good. But if you're going to continue to get behind this bullshit, like at some point you have to say, okay, enough is enough. This is re- absolutely ridiculous and it's wrong. Yeah, it's just wrong. You got to like, stand up. It's wrong. It's 100% it's wrong. wrong. So again, you can't look at this list and just be like, yep, all that stuff. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm 100% behind it. I'm never going to ask. You better someone. not ask another person the rest of your life where they're from. <laughs> you better not. Just assume. <laughs> I'm going to find you and I'm going to be screaming so, at the top so of my So I'm just like, assuming's not. Is that I feel like How assuming is, that is, is not like stereotypical. 100% way more racist. Because it's stereotypical. So you're saying, oh, because I look this way, you just assume that's where I'm from? Yep. Well, I can't ask you. Yeah, sorry. So I have to I didn't want to. I didn't want to be racist, so I just assumed. <laughs> it's a trap. They're fucking trapping people. Gosh, dude. Oh, man. This is comical. It is comical. Look it up. Trevor will post the links. You guys can post look it up. So, anyways, we got a little we got a little fired up this episode. It's good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I uh, I let some steam off. That's for sure. And I know you did too. I'm gonna go work out. You got pretty fired up. I I think I was the most fired up I've ever seen you on a podcast. Well, it's fun. Stay tuned. It's great, man. Stay tuned, man. That is sexist. Stay tuned, you person right there. Him, he, his. That's what you are. All right, guys. That's wrapping it. We're wrapping it up. That's it for today. We love you guys. As always, please help us out. Pay the fee. Um, share it with somebody on social media. Tag us. Answer the questions that we have in our in our podcast. Uh, again, I haven't figured out how to do that on Apple. I don't even think it's – I don't think it is on Apple because Anchor, Spotify. Anchor is like they are sponsored by Spotify. Oh, okay. So it may only be able to – you may only be able to answer the questions and, and vote on the polls on Spotify. So go to those episodes. Look for – um, the questions look for the polls and we've done it on the last three or four episodes. Um, so go, you can go look and answer, um, the other ones if it's still open, because we do have to select a closing date on the questions and polls. And, uh, then we'll answer those questions that you have and, and they don't have to be serious. They don't even have to be fitness or mindset or health related. If you just have a silly question or just a genuine question that you're curious about, just as long as you don't ask us where we're from, you fuckers, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, But yeah, that's it. Help us out, spread the word um, so that we can grow and that we can keep on bringing you guys content. That's it. We love you guys and hope you all have a great day. We'll catch you on the next episode. Holla.